0: This man looks me in the eye, shakes my hand, and says, Hey, I'm Galen. <laughs> I said, I know who you are. <laughs> right. I know everything about you. <laughs> day two. A day that will live in history forever for multiple reasons multiple records breaking and our social lives and we're we're just about halfway through this journey so it's gonna be hard to top what we had happen in day two. this might be a full episode of its own and if it is I, I think it's well deserved
1: 100% for sure
0: but we do want to start on the track with the action not really much differences in what we were doing as far as our volunteering but we did get to see some pretty epic things on the track only a few finals a few sprint finals men's and women's 200 meters but we also had the 5k semifinals for the men and we were talking about this before the races just how crazy it was that only 15 were going to advance to the final and th- looking at the entire field 11 of these athletes went under 13 minutes in in the 5K this year so just an absolutely and that's, loaded that's field this year this year this only there were another pass. that's not including Jakob Ingebrigtsen it's, 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 yeah. so we're looking at this like man some high caliber runners are not going to advance but it's it's just part of the game you play
1: yeah 100 percent. yeah it was that's that was the whole thing going into it as we're looking at how stacked these fields are and we're just like who like at that point it wasn't about who was making it to the final it was about who's going to be missing out of it
0: and honestly there weren't too many who didn't advance that were shockers you know chapter guy made it Berega, grant fisher abdi Hamid nur uh mo ahmed But the big story, I think it really is probably the only big story of the 5K was Woody Kincaid taking a tumble in the second heat, and we both missed this live. He was leading the race, pushing the pace for quite a while, and then we just saw him back in like 8th, ninth place, and we had both probably been helping some fans around and assumed Woody's probably fading. He's probably just... Hurting? Yeah, because
1: that, that's what happened at the, the U.S. trials of the 10K. And so that's that immediately where my mind went to. I was just like, man, he's just kind of struggling this year. But then we later found out that he actually did fall. And we, we actually we watched a replay last night just to try and figure it out. And the camera wasn't even on. They were, they were focused in on the front. I believe like Luis Grijalva was in the front at that time. So they were focused in on that. So we completely missed his actual fall. All you see is him trying to sprint back up to catch. So that was the biggest thing that happened for sure.
0: Very unfortunate. And it's one of those things where the the area is so gray for when an athlete protests a fall in a heat or a semifinal to try to get into the final. And from what we've heard, although Woody's been protesting, he – He's most likely not going to be reinstated to the final, which is a bummer. But it, it is also kind of hard to argue when that happens, like a mile or like two k into a race, and you still have like three k to go.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. But it's still like the fact that it's definitely something that's going to throw you off. And and he actually he ended up we we saw he was he was half a second out of qualifying. So even after the fall. He was so close, and that might have been what what makes the officials look at it and say, okay, like he was still in contention since it did happen earlier on.
0: So he it should could, have run slower.
1: Basically, yeah. he
0: should have uh, pretended like he could barely move.
1: Exactly, that was the way. But you know, Woody being Woody, he could never actually do that. But definitely unfortunate. Um, I don't think there was actually an official ruling yet, so there is a chance he does make it into the final. But as of right now. It's, chances are not looking fantastic for him.
0: Still good to see Grant and Abdi Hamid make mm-hmm. it. Grant looked really smooth the whole race. I agree. Just put in a lot of work from the front in that first heat. And, I mean, he said it in an interview after, like, I didn't want to mess around in yep. a heat. Like, just get to the final, even if you need to press a bit, and and that's what he did. And it still came down to a fast finish. So I'm excited for that final question for you on it yeah do you think it goes sub 13
1: i mean i so i look i look at the men's 1500 and i think they went out they way went fast and but then you look back because you're trying to find that middle ground you look back at the men's 10k as well where it wasn't really anything too fast either so i think it could be that middle ground and i think it could be you got Ingebertson who is going to be coming out with a vengeance after that silver in the 1500, which, by the way, seeing him at the end of that race, getting the uh, crowd into yeah, it, he was hyping up the crowd, throwing car, his so hands
0: up last hundred meters. You could
1: definitely tell he's ready for something big. So I honestly, even though it's not typically a strategy, I wouldn't be surprised if Ingebertson kind of gunned it from the start and really pushed the pace, make it hot, just especially since it's going to be on Sunday Sunday afternoon, which is Sunday is going to be probably 90-plus by the time they're running it. So it could be a hot race, and, yeah, we'll see what happens. It could be quick.
0: The Olympics also did go sub-13 yep. last year mm-hmm. with Cheptegei taking that one. So I think it will be, whether it's Jakob. The Kenyans were forcing the issue quite a bit, Kip yeah. Kareer and, and Krop. And I think there's just so many world-class mm-hmm. guys that – Someone is going to say, my best chance is to take it earlier rather than waiting till the last hundred meters. So that'll be, that'll be fun to watch, but I think we need to transition to the main events on the track last night, which were the women's and men's 200 meter finals. Just, I think the sprint finals have a very unique aura around them. Yep where the whole stadium, no one's moving through anymore. You're at your seat. This is the, the moment you've been waiting for. And World Athletics does a really cool job, both here at Oregon and other locations, of during the announcements of each athlete, it just builds that anticipation. Yeah. And each each athlete, especially the Americans here, gets an ovation from the crowd, it'll say if they're a medalist or what their personal best is and you get to the the on your mark and you're like these are the fastest men and women in the world.
1: Yep, yeah. and it's it's incredible cuz especially with the world championships being in the US, just they announce the, the US athletes and the crowd just roars. But then one of my favorite parts about track and field in general is how loud it gets while they're doing the announcements and then those those starters say on your marks, dead quiet. It's to the point where if you even think about talking, you would have to whisper, otherwise you could hear your voice. And that's one thing that's so cool is that a a stadium with thousands of people in it can just get so quiet, it's awesome.
0: It gives you chills. It really gives you chills. And the women's race was first. The Jamaicans, definitely the favorites. Mm -hmm. Shelley Ann Fraser-Price, Sharika Jackson, Elaine Thompson, who is the defending uh, Olympic champion. But we did have Abby Steiner from the U.S. Yep. As, as kind of that dark horse pick. And who was the other American? Was it uh, Diggs? Tamara Clark. Tamara Clark, yep. yep. So we had two American women in the final. And then Dina Asher-Smith from Great Britain, who is the defending world champion from Doha. Yep. So absolutely stacked field. Abby Steiner, after being the NCAA champ, gets a huge ovation. And for this one, I actually did have my phone out. I was like, I want to film this. I want to get the 20 seconds or so of them going around the curve. And it was a great race. Got a shout-out to Sharika Jackson after getting silver in the 100 to now get that gold medal.
1: That was a really cool thing to see her finally get that gold because... I mean the Jamaican sprinters grew so deep. Like for a while, she was still putting up fantastic performances, but she was in the shadow of Shelly and Elaine. So to see her finally come out on top, and it was she ran a championship record too, right? She did. To see that, that was it was kind of like her shining moment that she she had definitely earned that.
0: I believe they said it was like number four all time. Yeah, it, was, it was wicked fast. It was
1: fast, man.
0: Shelly Ann was second. So you kind of had the flip flop there of uh, Shelly Ann got the gold in the 100, now got the silver in the 200. Both of them very happy. And then Dina Asher Smith getting bronze. Yep. That was huge as well That's, because yeah. she hasn't been. In the form she was in in 19 since that year, yeah, I agree. so but it's been a slow progression back. So for her to get bronze over Elaine Thompson and Abby Steiner, that was that was pretty that was huge. huge.
1: That was huge.
0: So, as exciting as that was, the main, main event <laughs> of the evening was the men's 200. We've had some smack talk between Noah Lyles and Arian Knighton. We had Kenny Bednarik in here who was the highest finisher at the Olympics last year, silver medalist from the U.S. But we also had Joseph Fonbelay, yeah. the NCAA champ from Liberia yeah. and and a loaded field in its own right. The one interesting thing was just that we did not have Andre de Grasse, yeah. the reigning Olympic champ, just, just really didn't quite get into his top form this season, but having the three Americans, the ovations for them oh were my electric.
1: Yes, especially because Noah Lyles has quickly turned into one of everybody's favorite sprinters, um, with with Fred Curley turning into that as well. But just everybody loves Noah Lyles, and with him being the heavy favorite, and then one thing that I thought was cool when they had announced Arian Knighton who is still 17 years old I
0: think he's 18 now okay yeah, yeah he's he... 17 at the Olympics yep
1: that's what it was and so um, there was the people that I was actually standing next to while I was watching the race they could not believe that like a kid that young was in not, let alone in this final and then I like having watched him his his 1949 earlier in the season I'm just like okay like you need to watch this kid, because not only is he in the final, he's going for
0: gold. So, It was hugely anticipated, and we're not big sprint guys, but what we do know is Knighton typically is quicker off the turn, mm-hmm. out of the blocks, rounding the first 100, but Lyles has the faster top speed in the second 100 on the straight, and and it just was going to come down to how big of a lead would Knighton have and then would Lyles be able to close close it down and then Bednarik I would say is is a bit more balanced he's a good starter and a pretty good he's got some more top speed than than Knighton does Mm -hmm. but this one just like the women's race you could hear a pin drop when when the starter issued on your mark
1: yeah that was it was wild. and one thing actually I want to backtrack to the to the women's race um The one thing with the women's race was you knew where every Jamaican was in that. Because they were the only ones making noise before the start had happened. And it was awesome. They all had noisemakers that were just it like no matter where you were standing in the facility you knew exactly where every jamaican in the building was so
0: i was actually behind a, a large contingent of them okay, yeah. i was working the coach's box for the triple jump yep. and we had a lot of them they had their vuvuzelas or <laughs> yep. whatever they're called and that was cool that was to really see cool. and i yep. think they may have had an athlete in the men's final as well but you Know, not really on that caliber of a Bolt or a Blake, right? Like they used to have. But when the race started, this time I decided phone is not coming out, I just want to watch it. You just need it to be in the moment. Like, as cool as it would be to have the video and show someone, it's like, I, I just want to watch this. Yep, and so this time the race starts, and instantly. Noah Lyles this is the metaphor I kept using yesterday shot out of a cannon yes he was around the curve way before anyone and then you just sit in there like he also has the best top speed so the race was essentially won the first hundred yeah coming out of the curve and then it became just how fast is he going to go crosses the line first you got Kenny second Arian third U.S. sweep. Oh my God! And the clock shows 1932, and I was I informed all the fans around me that ties Michael Johnson's U.S. record. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like, yep. "Oh wow!" But that's the unofficial time, and you see Lyles. He's very excited, <laughs> but he looks at the clock and he kind of shrugs, like, "Oh man, like tied I, I, I tied it. Really, it's gonna be like that." And then the <laughs> official time comes up, 1931 championship record new US record Noah rips his jersey off yeah. and just makes an absolute show of it and that was probably the loudest I've heard the stadium the whole time we've been here
1: it was incredible yeah just the, the not only the American sweep and then everybody sees so I actually I I was I didn't know the exact time of the american record going into this but i mean anytime you see 19.3 on that on that board you're gonna be like that's fast like that is no joke and then um i kind of saw that's when i kind of gauged where it was because you saw him look like obviously happy that he won but a little disappointed that he tied it and then as soon as you see that 1931 flash and the crowd just roared then i was just like that's the record like he 100 percent got that and it was incredible because like after the finish, you didn't think that the crowd could get any louder than it already was. Because they, they had seen that he came through first. Kenny was like a pretty solid second. I know third and fourth was kind of like close. But then you, you were pretty confident Arian got it. And then it's already super loud. Then they they flashed the official results. And it was just another level. It was unbelievable.
0: It really was. So the only men all time faster than that mark johan blake and usain bolt 1919 is bolt's record and it's it's just so crazy to see that there there tends to be in the sprint world like one guy or maybe two guys that are just a notch above everyone else doesn't mean they're guaranteed to win i mean lyle's got bronze in the olympics last year but they just have that ceiling and and just like Usain Bolt, Lyles is such a great showman that it just made the whole experience amazing. So that that is something that like I will remember and be excited to tell people, even just by pulling up like the NBC race. Right. I was there for that. Yeah. And that was cool.
1: Just having the whole energy of the whole thing and being able to feed off that is just something you'll never forget for sure.
0: This episode of Chip Time is sponsored by The Amino Company. Physical and mental fatigue is often the biggest barrier to success in any activity involving strength, endurance, and mental focus. Achieving your body's peak muscle response is crucial for maximum athletic performance. The Amino Company offers a 100% science-backed essential amino acid formula called Perform. It helps you build endurance and prepares you for harder training sessions, runs, and workouts. This is especially crucial when training for your favorite race event. Perform has been shown to improve muscle performance, reduce fatigue, and increase the benefits from workouts. It's keto-friendly, soy-free, vegan, gluten-free, and GMO-free. Perform is formulated to minimize muscle breakdown during exercise and maximize muscle growth after exercise. You can check out all their science by visiting aminoco.com slash chiptime. Once again, that is aminoco.com slash chiptime. Now, back to the show. so we kind of wrapped up our our day at the track from there and decided to meet by the oregon tower that has raven rogers and ashton eden and prefontaine on it and i i'm not gonna lie i was feeling pretty tired at that point as good of a day as it had been just because we're on our feet pretty much the whole day it was like 8 or 8 30 pacific yeah, which for rough. me is what normally is like 11 o'clock or 11 30 and so i'm feeling pretty tired but then we meet up we start walking over to the shuttles to shuttle back to where the car was and this is where the night started to take a, a turn <laughs> For the even better. After we thought. Because it had like, been an awesome day already. It was
1: already the best day so far. And then, boy, were we in for a treat.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, we'll just kind of recall this as we discuss. We're walking. It's There's a lot of fans. Yep. So we're, we're walking with a, a big group of people. And just to our left, there's two people about our age with some white shirts with green letters on them. And, and they just start talking to us. and. Hand you a flyer, and what did it say on so there?
1: So the flyer, it just it just said it was it was a partnership with New Generation Track and Field, and they were hosting a little party over at Tracktown Pizza starting at eight pm. Well, it said so it said Thursday at eight pm. Then I kind of looked at my watch and I was like, wait, today's Thursday. I'm like, it's like eight <laughs> fifteen. So then it was really cool because we started talking to them. They're like, yeah, we're actually headed over there right now, and so. They said there was going to be some athletes there, so we kind of looked at each other like, well, let's go get the car and then we'll go check it out, I guess.
0: Yeah, and and I'm familiar with New Gen. It's, it's kind of produced and started by this guy named Ben Crawford who went to Oregon. I think he had kind of a media marketing background. Yeah. And so a lot of the social media stuff he does is with Cooper Tier and Cole Hawker, yeah. which, which is really cool to see that. So we're thinking maybe cooper and cole are there right. like let's check it out but not only that but the girl who was talking to us i instantly recognized her because i know all these ncaa yeah. athletes i'm like are you chrissy gear even though i i kind of knew it was right and she's like yeah and we started chatting and i'm like i didn't tell her but i'm like i just recognized you as one of the distance running class of 2022 <laughs> yeah people like four time all american. I know exactly who this is and she's just very friendly, just super nice. excited that we were going to the event and you know as as I kind of look back on that now just, you know, hours later, less than 24 hours later, it's kind of crazy like if we had gone to the shuttles earlier or later, like would we have maybe just not even heard about the event exactly yeah but we ended up hearing about it we snapped a photo with her before getting onto the shuttles and then we made our way over to to track pizza
1: yep so yeah we we made our way over and first thing we saw was this this really big line coming out of the building so we're like wow like it's a really long line. Because what part of the advertisement was free pizza. So Tracktown was handing out free pizza the entire time. That's gonna
0: time. get people there.
1: Yep. And so we're just we start, we're like, wow, is this the line like just to get in? And they had stuff going on inside, but then they also had like a tent and everything outside as well in the parking lot. So we just we were waiting in the line and then we we're like, wow, like well, we'll see how fast this moves, but I don't know how long we really want to wait in here. And then We were hearing some people around us talking a little bit. And then they were saying that this is just the line for pizza. But that if you wanted to go over to the parking lot area where a lot of people were, then you could just walk up and go. So Scotty was just like, well, like, let me go check it out and see what it's like to see if we actually can get in. So then, yeah, he he checks it out, texts me. He's like, you got to come in. We can go in right away. And so we get in there. And oh, my gosh, it was... I'll let you take it from there. Yeah,
0: I mean, it, it was kind of like a, a tailgate, like a college tailgate, yeah, where it was all outside. There was a tent with some music. There were some tables where, where people were putting the pizza down. But also, there was a very open space outside of it, too. And boy, did we have the bar way too low, thinking it would just be Cooper and Cole, Because those guys were there, which was absolutely awesome. But there were so many other Nike athletes. And in kind of partnership with New Gen and and Tracktown Pizza, they were wearing these white polos with green letters that said New Gen Pizza, I think. New New Generation Pizza. pizza And green aprons (laughs) as well. And most of them are holding pizzas and, and eating some. And we were just able to walk around, talk to these people, take pictures with them. Very casual environment. It wasn't like if we were at the track or the facility and we'd have to play that 50-50 game of, is it okay for me to take one or not? It was like they were there for the fans. Exactly. And... Our heads were, were just spinning oh as soon gosh. as we walked in there.
1: It was because you you turn in any direction and you basically you were just looking for those green aprons and you're turning in every direction and you're just seeing athlete after athlete. Like when we first walked in, first one we saw was Cooper Tier, literally right in front of us. Like I'm literally walking, I so Scotty Scotty was already kind of in there. He was on a far end and I'm walking to him and then I look over, see Cooper Tier and I make eye contact with Scotty and I'm like are you seeing this dude like he's right next to me (laughs) and so it was incredible because they were all they were all nike athletes except for one that was there just specially for us i guess my boy yeah and so that was the first one that we did we're like okay well there's all these athletes around here let's just kind of scope it out see what's going on so we kind of did a loop around the parking lot and then who did we see over in the corner
0: Oh boy, so I need to spend a little time on this one, (laughs) and first I'll just say who we saw, and very on brand with his personality, being someone who has no social media whatsoever. We loop around the perimeter, and in the corner, we see none other than 2012 Olympic silver medalist, 2016 Olympic bronze medalist, American record holder, Galen Rupp. And he has a pizza box. He's gulping (laughs) down the slices. And he's talking to a couple fans. But there's not a big swarm around him. Because he's kind of on the outskirts and and not right in the middle. And so we had been kind of shy. We didn't get a picture with Cooper. And and we were just processing what was happening. We were
1: like overwhelmed at first. We weren't expecting that.
0: But I see Galen Rupp. And I just everything kind of manifests itself in my head of like this is the guy who 10 years ago 2012 really got me into the sport Mm -hmm. watching him in the london olympics when i was going into my senior year of high school he's the reason i started cutting my hair shorter and spiking it up not even kidding like no shame i used to have the bieber flow (laughs) then i started having the the cut and followed him through future medals and, and American records. He was my cover photo on Facebook. This is my superhero of running. It's like if you were a kid who's a big fan of Batman, you see someone dressed up as Batman. This is the guy, this is the man who's run 2644 in the 10K and just ran a 209 marathon casual a few days ago. Yep. We walk over to him and I'm like, I, I have to get this picture. I walk up to this to him. This man looks me in the eye, shakes my hand, and says, hey, I'm Galen. <laughs> I said, I know who you are. Right. I know everything about you. <laughs> and he says, he says, what's your name? I'm like, I'm Scotty. I'm a big fan. He sees our World Athletics polos. This man thanks me for my service. Unreal. He says this couldn't happen without the volunteers.
1: Meanwhile, like, we're we're just in awe. We're in shock that, like, we're even engaging with Galen, who's such, like, a such a, a, a secretive kind of guy, like, likes to just kind of do his own thing. And then he immediately turns it on to us. We're just like, wait, wait a minute. Like, what? And then, of course, we were soaking it up. We're like, oh, of course, like, we have fun doing it. But it was, oh, my gosh
0: that gave me absolute chills and i got a picture with him he's holding the pizza box it's (laughs) it's such a funny picture and as much as we're going to talk about other athletes we saw that we were extremely excited about what was just so legendary about this whole experience is if we just had the track events it would have been an awesome day if we even just got the picture we got with chrissy Yep. I was still very happy. I mean, I'm a big fan of hers. And yeah, I know her dog Oats, and she was like, "Oh yeah, Oats is at Matt Wisner's house." And then to meet my running superhero for the you know for ten years, I've been a fan of this sport. At that point, the confidence was up, and we just started we just started making making the rounds and and talking to people. So. You can take it from from so, here with Yeah,
1: I don't even know like the best way to go about it because I don't remember the order that we met everybody. What I'm what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna pull up the pictures that we have and we're just gonna talk about the story of talking to them, each one. So the first one that I have here, shot put world record holder Ryan Krauser. Really cool to see him there. He was the only non-distance runner really that was there as a part of it and Let me tell you, he super nice guy. Dude's huge. Like I'm, I'm, I'm like six foot tall. He was easily six four, six five, and then of course just extremely large. I think the best part about Ryan Krauser was he was wearing the apron, and then he also had on this USA hat. Looked like Like a a total trucker hat. Yeah, yeah, USA trucker hat. Looked like a total dad with the apron. He looked like he was about to start grilling, and he looked fantastic.
0: It was awesome to meet Krauser. We were talking a few days ago about how like some of these athletes not quite as big in person. Ryan Krauser is a giant. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He like he looks just as big as he does on TV in person. And
0: And it, it was funny with each of these athletes, you don't know exactly how to engage them. Do you just say, Hi, can I take a picture? Or do you say, Hey, I'm Scotty and introduce yourself. And with him, I was like hey what's going on man congrats on the gold and he's like oh thanks like just casual world championship
1: (laughs) yeah and then i think the best part that that really just makes the photo as a whole is just the thumbs up he's just got he's just got the casual thumbs up honestly looking like a proud dad at that so i'll take that for sure but he was a really cool one he was after galen he was one of the other first ones that we really got into
0: The next one I have, which was in that same tent area, was Cole Hawker. Yep, Cole Hawker. And Cole, I just kinda know from like social media, he is he's more of that Galen Rupp type of like more soft spoken. But he was really cool to talk to. He just he was at a table with a few other people and was like in an open enough area that we were able to walk up to him. Mm -hmm. And I think i really just said like hey what's going on i'm scotty and i i think i told him that like my dad was from indianapolis also just and he was like oh small world and yeah we got some some pictures with him and they're probably some of the better just like actual pictures (laughs) we have like he looks like a bro (laughs) for sure
1: and i think that the best part which scotty your strava said so as well um when cole took the picture with us he's pointing the finger at us so scotty's strava caption for today he put the picture with cole hawker and said cole hawker pointing at the best 1500 meter runner in the u.s i that was really funny he
0: knew where he was pointing (laughs)
1: exactly yep so the next one that i got up here uh we had kind of wandered away from the tent like literally the whole time we're just like Let's just keep looping around and just talk to these athletes as we see them. The next one that I got, you you had Josh Thompson, who had just run in the 1500 final on Tuesday night. And he was kind of off doing his own thing a little bit as well. And we shook his hand, super nice guy, kind of introduced ourselves. I think the coolest thing with Josh, like obviously we said, hey, that was a nice race, like awesome job making it to the finals. What was it like? But we started like breaking down his race with him and actually talking through it. And I think that was really cool because we were like, like we had talked earlier, like that 1500 final for day zero for us was an amazing race. And it was so cool to watch. And even he just hearing him be like, I knew they were going for it. And so he was saying his goal. He's just like, I was just like, I don't want to get up there and just completely die off because he knew and... He knew right from the start that it was gonna be a fast race. So hearing it like actually broken down from him was was such a cool thing to kind of get, you know, the insider scoop on it as well.
0: I don't even have much to add from that other than just echoing. Like <laughs> it, it didn't hit me in my brain until during it while while we're talking about the second lap of the fifteen hundred final. Like Josh Thompson is breaking down the World Championship 1500 meter race with us, right? A race that he was in, and to me, I was like, "This is just cool, right?" Like we were we were fangirling hardcore, but I'm I'm not even ashamed of that.
1: We're not even to the true fangirling yet. Oh, oh my boy, gosh.
0: just you wait. <laughs> well, the next one I have was the the one non Nike yeah. athlete who was there. And it was yard and a Goose. He was wearing an on shirt, and you could see he was he was wandering around, and and of course he knows most or all of these yeah. athletes, anyways, being a, a world class guy himself. But because he didn't have like the apron on, there were probably some fans who, even if they knew who he was, like didn't recognize him yep. right in the mm-hmm. moment. But i I recognize him right away. yeah, and so I was just looking for that opportunity. Like I'm a big fan of this guy and and because he had like more availability, I probably talked to him more than like anyone else. I was just talking to him about uh, his his dental school and how he's like, yeah, i'm I'm gonna have to pause that while yeah. I do professional running. But he was really excited to move out to Boulder for the On Athletics Club. Mm-hmm. He said he's only been there for about two weeks so far, but just a similar to Cole, just like tend to be a more quiet guy, but just very nice and later on, and I think this is kind of a good transition, the party in the tent started to pick up. Oh yeah. And it was something I would never think I would be able to do I did the Cupid Shuffle with Yard and a Goose. Yep. Like you can't, you can't make this stuff up. Not at all. And from there, the party kept on going on and the hype level kept increasing, probably to your favorite moment. So,
1: like Scotty, Scotty got to have his moment with Galen Rupp. Um, my moment came with Mr. Craig Ingalls. He he's an icon, he's One of my favorite runners, not only just on the track, but off of it as well, because he's got such a personality and he's really, he's brought so much to the sport just through his mullet and mustache. I know plenty of people that recognize him just because of that iconic look. And so when we were there, we were also handed out these magazines, which they were new generation magazines that they made specifically for the event. And the first page that I kind of opened up to, I just opened up somewhere in the middle, But I opened up to a nude photo shoot of Craig Engels. And so I saw it and just thought, obviously not fully nude. He was like, he he had tracks, bikes, cover in the good areas. (laughs) But anyways, and so I saw that and just thought it was hilarious. And then I saw him over, I saw him earlier in the night. And then I was just like, I have to meet him. Like, that's the guy that I have to meet. And then finally we had tracked him down and... There was actually a line to see him because he's, he's as he goes, your mom's favorite runner. So there was a line to see him. And I'm just like, at that point, I'm like, I don't care. Like, I'm waiting however long I need to. Like, this is just the guy that I needed. And so I waited for a little bit. And Meanwhile,
0: I was doing the wobble with the goose. <laughs> Scotty,
1: Scotty went off and did the wobble for a second. And then he had actually gone around the corner for a second started talking to some of the people that were in line and I'm just like, he's gotta be coming back, right? Like, please tell me he's coming back. And then after a minute or two, like he did finally come back. He was talking to some other people. Big shout out, there was a man, I'm not sure if it was like a manager, an agent, that's kind of what it seemed like, but there was a man that noticed you and I that were actually just kind of waiting there and actually like got Craig's attention. He's like, all right, like, let's get these guys in there. And so Craig was a super cool guy. He was like, he'd had a couple pops, a couple of them. Yep. I think that really made him a little more outgoing, but the coolest part was like, he was one of those where it like, he was actively seeking the conversation. He was asking about us. Scotty got to show him his peak pandemic facial hair. I
0: did. He liked the chops. (laughs) That
1: was, that was really cool. And then I brought up, I think something that was really cool. I brought up, I showed him, I was like, Hey, so when I opened this magazine, this photo shoot was the first thing I landed on. The dude, without me even asking, pulls out a Sharpie and literally asks me, he's like, you want me to sign it? And I'm like, yeah, like, go ahead. Like, that was the thing I kind of understood. I didn't have a Sharpie on me. So I'm like, all right, I probably won't be able to do anything. But he just signed it right on the spot. And then we're like, all right, well, let's get in here for a picture as well. got an awesome picture with him. Super cool guy. And I was like, like I said, like that was... That was Scotty at his Galen Rupp. I had my Craig Ingalls. I was at that point. If I didn't meet anybody else, I would have had a fine night. But
0: well, that's what was so cool was it just kept going on and every interaction. Like we're bringing up every interaction because each one was so special. Yeah, there was no one who we were like, oh, I guess we'll get a picture with them. When I posted on Instagram, I posted every picture, including yeah. the one with Chrissy because to me like each one of these athletes has been I've followed part of their journey yeah and I've connected yeah. that to my own training in a way and so the next one I have here I think we have we have three more yep is Olympic silver medalist Courtney Frerichs and I was such a big fan of of the way she raced that last year and she she closed down this world championships race pretty well too Mm -hmm, passing emma coburn believe she got sixth place and just to see her she showed up a bit later so there wasn't really anyone around her and you know this was a little different because we actually made eye contact before i walked over and just with the layout of of the space it, it was really cool it was kind of like when you're just at a party and you just go introduce yourself to someone. And so I just told her like, congrats on an awesome race. We got a picture together. And then I I hyped up Michael. (laughs) I was like, this guy's a steeplechaser. And she's like, oh, nice.
1: Shout out to Scotty
0: for being an A plus
1: wingman there. He totally teed me up for that. But yeah, that was really cool to meet her as well. And it's, it's cool to meet the people that have already raced, like especially in the final as well, because you're able to see them and kind of give them the props that they deserve. And then also, like with Josh Thompson, we actually able to talk to him about it. But
0: that was that was pretty sweet. I think the the last two, I mean, they're still very special in their own right. The next one we have is probably the best friend that we made
1: there. We made a genuine friend.
0: So before this picture as as the tent and the music was picking up it got to a point where it was a full-on mosh pit yep the song was mo bamba Uh uh-huh which anyone who went to college between like my senior year of like 2016 and you know between then and now yeah yeah. if if you've been in your 20s in in that time frame then you have partied to that song and we get in there and just start jumping around, yep. fist bumping in the air, and everyone's got their phones out. We come out, we're like, whoa, our legs are actually <laughs> kind of trashed, but that was pretty fun. Boom. Craig Nowak, the pace pirate, is is right there with us. And we're like, oh, what's up, man? And this is a guy, just so the people at home know, if you don't know Craig, he paces a lot of the distance races like 3k 3k steeple and 5k when people go for these world standards and he might have even paced grant's 5k indoor record for There's like a very high possible yeah for like 2k yeah. or 3k so he does the the yeoman's work yep. so to speak that doesn't always get the shine or the accolades but he he was like you guys were in there right we're like, yeah, yeah, we were. And he just got so excited. He's, he's putting his arm around us.
1: Also a guy with a couple pops. He had think. had a couple pops <laughs> and he, he was getting back in line too. Yeah.
0: And yeah, we just, we got some pictures with him and he
1: dapped us up multiple times. <laughs>
0: he was so excited. He kept talking to us like during the pictures yeah. and I think of everyone we met like it legitimately felt like we like made friends with yeah, him. Like we were 100%. boys.
1: And that was, I think that was really cool too is cause like, obviously Craig, like he's, a, he's a high caliber athlete in his own right. But out of all the other athletes there, he was definitely one that was flying under the radar a little bit. But I felt like because basically cause he wasn't wearing that apron, it made him more personable. And we were able to have that experience with him. And it's it's awesome looking at the pictures because you can totally tell like the pictures that we took with him is literally just like a couple bros at a party guys just being dis- dudes yeah exactly. it was guys being was dudes cool.
0: with mo bamba and, and then, that was awesome so
1: the last picture that i have here
0: michael might tear up for <sighs> this one
1: man oh man okay it is with the one and only vanessa Frazier. Who she's part of the Bowerman track club.
0: Bowerman Babes.
1: Yep. And I, I I'll be the first to admit she is one of my biggest crushes in track and field. So getting getting a picture with her was definitely I mean Craig was definitely the highlight, but her ooh, and it was that one was so funny because with everybody else, I wasn't actually nervous to meet them because they actually they seemed so like into it and like they wanted to engage with the fans i wasn't really nervous but then her wow i was
0: <laughs> that was a hard one well i mean you made me do the hard work i had to break the ice but there was she. no chance i was doing that <laughs> the, the hard part there was she was talking to courtney yeah, yeah. and you're like i don't want to interrupt but we we had kind of gotten to that point where we've gotten all these pictures we're having the best night of our lives we're kind of ready to go like we've made the rounds but like Vanessa Fraser is like right in front of us yep. and it's like all right it's now or never like we got to do it and so yeah i mean similar to everyone else we just walked up introduced ourselves and and got some pictures and similar to you most nervous i was for sure but oh. she was still very nice and we we had to get them and i believe you've already updated your lock screen
1: uh yes i've, I've updated to a picture of, of her and i just kind of you know manifesting it myself
0: there were sparks and, flying you know
1: i definitely i could have used that moment to uh you know shoot my shot a little bit see what i could get out of that instead i uh, kind of fumbled the bag and just said it was really nice to meet you
0: <laughs> well i'm sure yeah. she's still thinking about
1: that. i that's all i can assume i I've, I've thought about you know DMing her on Instagram with the picture of us just saying, I thought you might want this because I'm sure she's been thinking about it since last night. But
0: It was a, a night to remember for everyone. You know, a few highlights to just sprinkle in uh, on our way out. Sean McGordy was there. Yep. Matt Centrowitz was there. We saw Joseph Fonbelay walk in after he got fourth in that 200 final. Yep. Um, we saw Rye Benjamin yeah. just kind of posted up uh-huh. silver medalist in the 400 hurdles in the beer line. We were behind Stewie McSwain and Jack Rayner, some of the Australian guys, and it was just such a cool environment where the people participating in it just bought in to this cheesy apron <laughs> get up. They just were there for the fans they had fun with it. No one was being too cool for school. Yep. And then other athletes who weren't part of the new generation thing, like Rye and Yared and Joseph Fonbillet and Stewie, they still came just because it was a fun energy, fun atmosphere. Exactly. And, you know, the, the last thing I'd say about it, which was cool, was in the tent, after we had gotten some of the pictures, we saw Chrissy again. Yeah. And yep. it was just cool. Like, she remembered us from, you know, a half hour before. She was like, Oh, like, glad to see you guys made it. We were talking to her about just, you know, have you gotten some pizza yet and small talk like that. But it's just so cool to be in a sport, in track and field, where these people that to us are superhumans and we look up to so much are actually like very humble very down to earth and are just just as ready to make friends and have a fun time as anyone
1: and yeah like i kind of mentioned last night on the car ride home i think one of the best things about track and field is almost like the intimacy of it like because if, if you like anybody of these big nfl or nba stars if you're near them like they're gonna have a security detail like you're like okay you get an autograph and a picture that's it but like these, these runners are literally just standing there, just waiting to engage and talk to people. And it's like, I feel like in very few actual other sports in the world are you gonna have an event like that where you're literally just in the same level as them, just talking. So I think that's one thing that's just, it's, it's really great about the sport and definitely just makes it such a great sport overall because you're able to be a lot more interactive with the actual runners.
0: In the words of LeBron James, and this was my Instagram caption: "Smiling through it all, can't believe this my life. I I will remember this for the rest of my life. I mean the the whole thing the the 200 meter final, running into Chrissy, going to this place, and I'm glad we got the pictures just to like have that." That I, extra, think, uh,
1: I think one of the best, well not one of the best, there were some really great moments in the day, but an awesome moment in the day was the car ride home. Scotty and I were at like, we were 12 year olds that had just seen Justin Bieber for the first time. We were fangirling hard. And so the entire, the first 30 minutes of it is literally just talking about, oh my gosh, like we just did that. We met all these people. And then. It was so great cuz like towards the end of it we're just like we haven't even talked about the races. Like I feel like there's still a big part of the day, but it was just such a fantastic way to end it and then we we ended the day by making a nice little Safeway trip that we've been making practically every night on the way home, but it was it was just a fantastic day overall and what I'm even more excited about is we have 3 more days left.
0: That's that's unbelievable to me. I mean, we I think we concluded in the car that this is the peak of our lives. And the point I made, and I think the people would agree with me, is people talk about peaking in kind of a negative way. Like, oh, man, I hit my peak already. We're at the peak right now, <laughs> yeah. and it feels pretty good. So, yeah, every five minutes in that car ride, <laughs> I just kept saying... He looked me in the eye, shook my hand, and said, hi, my name is Galen.
1: <laughs> i did the same thing I have a signed nude photograph of Craig Angles. <laughs> and that's, but I will add, tonight we have potential to have another fun night, potentially meeting a lot of athletes. We're actually staying the night in Eugene tonight. And we're planning on probably going to the Wild Duck Cafe, a classic bar right by the stadium. So who knows? Maybe we can find more athletes there and have a little more fun. But man, it's going to be hard to top what happened last night.
0: I'm, I'm completely content already. Yep. I'm just excited to get back on the track. We're going to have the women's 400 hurdles finals today, both of the flat 400 hurdles finals And pretty soon, the next two days, we'll be into the men's and women's 5K finals as well. So great track action ahead, and we are some happy customers. We are
1: very happy customers.
0: (laughs) Well, let's keep it rolling. I I think this is going to be its own episode. It certainly deserves to be. But thanks for hanging with us on this journey. Hopefully you feel like you were part of it. And we'll let you know how the World Championships concludes in the next one.